Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, Joe Waters here, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is the Queen of the West, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. I like that title. Queen of the West. I like that. You know, I think of you in like a frontier town community hacking away at some tree this morning. Covered wagon. Covered wagon. I like that. You know, making things like honey and pancakes and stuff. You got it. Hey, we have a true national show to you today. I we mean, do. we have me in Boston. We have you somewhere out west in Portland. And then <laughs> we have on the line Jeremy Ball, who is director of philanthropy and events for the retail of Big Lots. He also heads up, Megan, the Big Lots Foundation. And awesome. yeah, and they are up to some cre- incredible things. And Jeremy is located in Ohio. So we got the whole country covered, covered, Jeremy. Yep, I like it. We are here to talk to you today about an incredible program. Not only a POS program uh, that you did with your customers at the register last fall that raised $2.2 million and you're doing again this year, but also this incredible transformational gift that you made to Nationwide Children's Hospital of $50 million, which I heard is coming out of your paycheck for the rest of your life. <laughs> is that I, true? I better go back and, and check the papers on that one. But uh, <laughs> no, we are we are so thrilled uh, to be working with Nationwide Children's Hospital. And Megan and Joe, I have to tell you that, you know, the excitement really is about the impact that we're going to have uh, with the families. Our, our mission at the Big Lots Foundation as a part of our company is to improve and enrich the lives of families and children. Mm-hmm. And when we take a look at the landscape and, and we take a look at some of our partners and say, how do we grow these relationships and have a greater impact? It, it made a lot of sense for us to, to take a closer look at Nationwide Children's Hospital. Really, it was one of those things that came out of a conversation uh, that we had with them. When we look at our partnerships, we say, how do we have the biggest impact and how can we help you with your biggest goals? So mm-hmm. that's one of those conversations that we had with the hospital. And yeah. out of that conversation was two or three uh, priorities. And, and one of those was uh, behavioral health or mental health, as it's been called traditionally, yep. uh, which encompasses a whole number of things. It could be trauma. Uh, it could be eating disorders. It could be ADHD, uh, children who might have suicidal tendencies, uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, that, that came up as one of those where they said, you know what, this is, this is underfunded. Uh, this is something that is largely ignored across the country, uh, and as a part of our, our expansion plans at Nationwide Children's Hospital, we just cannot do this without a partner and some private dollars. So did you have a relationship with Nationwide to begin with, or was was it like sitting down at the table and being like, hey, what can we do for you? And they're like, $50 million would be great. And you're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Especially if it's coming out of Jeremy's yeah. paycheck. Yeah. Right, absolutely. It takes a little more than that to get out of my paycheck. But uh, it's it's one of those conversations that 
sort of happened organically. We, again, we had asked them about priorities, uh, but we have been working on this relationship for probably 10 or 15 years. Okay. And so we've been giving to them and it started really as a tiny little donation, you know, 15 years ago when, when they approached us about an event they were having in the community and we said, sure, we'd be happy to donate a couple pallets of bottled water. I think mm. it was either a run or a wow. walk to raise money. And so it started there. And from there we sat down and said, okay, let's talk about this. Let's learn more about what you're doing for families uh, all across the country, um, right in Columbus, Ohio. And, and that's when it started to grow. And that's when we just kept asking more questions and just really curious about what they were doing and how they were getting there uh, and how they were really becoming this national institution uh, that, that, again, was helping families all over the country. So it really evolved. You know, you know it, I, uh, I'm it, so it, impressed, it, Jeremy, that you actually took on the issue of mental health because, I mean, this is not that type of issue that a lot of – uh, retailers, a lot of businesses in general want to address. And, uh, you know, in a lot of instances, they kind of want that warm, fuzzy issue of talking about kids and obviously sick kids or even sick pets or what have you. Uh, you know, this isn't, but why the priority on mental health? You know, Joe, it's, it's one of those uh, maladies or one of those challenges that families have that, frankly, no one wants to talk about. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's taboo. So but mm-hmm. what we learned as a company when we started doing our research is that Every single person in our business has been touched in one way or another, whether directly or indirectly, by a family member, a relative, et cetera, who's who's had a, a mental health challenge or a behavioral health challenge. Um, and, and we said it's just not okay that, uh, you know, if you, you look at other challenges like cancer, uh, you look at diabetes, you look at any of those other things that, that folks face, and they're standing up and they're talking about it, and they're sharing their stories, and they're very much out in the public saying, hey, we need help. Help us raise money to uh, create real change here. And this is one of those areas where people aren't doing that. And so part of our goal uh, not is not only to invest in the research and the care that's taking place at Nationwide Children's Hospital. It's for us to uh, be able to help lift that stigma. So one of the goals we have is to find a way to, to convene a national conversation about uh, talking about this and sharing the story and understanding and realizing that we're not alone. If you look around the the table in the conference room when you're in meetings or your book club or you know your PTA organization at, at your children's school, that everyone gets this, but no one talks about it. So that's why we said this is really important to us because it is underfunded, uh, it is ignored. And in fact, you know, when, when we started working out some of the details on this gift, um, we, we were really looking at a couple of different numbers and, and the, we asked the hospital to put together a presentation for us and give us more of the, the real nitty gritty details. And they came back to us with those details and they also proposed both a $25 million gift and a $50 million gift. And, you know, I, I have a good fortune of, of working with the advisory board, which is our executive leadership team of the company. And so we sat in that room listening to this presentation by the folks, uh, the, the great team at the hospital, and kind of sat back and said, wow, those are really, really big numbers. Uh, <laughs> and they said, look, this this is something that again, is ignored and underfunded. And and if we don't have a partner who can step up in a really big way, then this, this won't happen. This will continue to be underfunded. Uh, it is a, it is not a moneymaker, which is why most hospitals won't pursue it because it doesn't, it doesn't make money. And so we said, that's not okay. That's not enough. And when we started, we, we, I would say we all got pretty comfortable with that $25 million number early on in the conversation. Uh, but really it was our CEO, David Campisi, who, uh, sort of pushed us in that meeting and, and, and said, you know what, we can do more than this. This this is something that, again, really needs 
you know, somebody to, to step up. And if we don't do it, who's going to do it? And when will it be done? And so he pushed us to that $50 million number and said, you know what, we can do this. If we all hold hands and we're all in this together, we can do this. And so it took a couple of conversations, but it wasn't long until we called back to the hospital and said, you know what, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be $50 million. Um, and so, so here we are. That is amazing. And, you know, I know that I know Joe is impressed with this and I'm impressed with this. It's amazing that you're making that corporate commitment and doing a point of sale campaign because most point of sale campaigns, that is the money maker and yeah. the money raiser, which is great. Right. But a, a lot of times there's no corporate commitment on top of it outside of the, you know, major commitment that's, that is lending their assets, which is the point of sale ask and the cashiers and all the internal communications, but there's not typically a lot of dollars that go behind it. So it's so impressive that you are wrapping both of those around. Why would you say, Jeremy, it was important for you to include your customers in this whole push for nationwide? Well, when we started the foundation in late 2014, one of our goals was to leverage the various assets of our company in order to really be engaged. And I know that that's kind of the buzzword is, is about engagement, but really we said, how do we use all the different tools and all the different assets that we have as a company and leverage that, not just for the business, but how do we leverage that for the communities where we, where we live and, and work? And so we really said, gosh, that happens in a couple of different ways. We've got, um, you know, we've got uh, our cash, uh, we've got associates who are volunteering. Uh, we've got in-kind merchandise, so product. Uh, we've got multiple leaders serving on boards. Uh, we've got our business partners. So we've got companies that we buy from in order to, whether it's the energy for the lights in the stores or it's the law firms who help us look at our liabilities or it's the folks who uh, empty our trash containers. All these folks we do business with, you know, we said, how do we leverage those business relationships? So we've got those folks involved uh, in an annual golf classic tournament that raises money that's a part of helping us to create commitments like this. And then we've got 37,000 store associates who, you know, those folks Folks are, are standing there with their hands up saying, we want to do something. And, and so we said, how do we put these people to work? We cover 47 states. Uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital serves children in all 50 states and 41 foreign countries. And so we said, gosh, this, this makes a lot of sense. So the, the reason that we're doing the point of sale campaign is to really be true to that mission and do what we said we were going to do, which is leverage the various assets and teams within our company to have the greatest impact. So there, there are multiple uh, uh, streams that we're using to to pay for this gift. So it is through company cash. It's through uh, a gift from our foundation. Uh, it is one of the largest pieces is the point of sale campaign. But then we also have, and this one to me is probably one of the most touching. It's not the biggest number. In fact, it's the small number, but it's through our associate payroll deduction. We have folks that when, when we stepped forward and said, we want to have a bigger impact across the country, our associates actually came to us and said, we want the ability to deduct from our paychecks money so that we can help and, and say that we're a part of this bigger cause. So we're just really inspired by that. We, we were uh, fortunate to have some of the greatest people uh, that work with us uh, in the stores and our five distribution centers, our corporate office, and so on and so forth. Um, but it's the way that we leverage all of those assets uh, to to be a part of this uh, this big fifty million dollar gift, and it doesn't encompass the other. You know, we've got a research commitment that's also that's also being paid to the hospital on top of that gift. So it it, it it's not to say that you know 
you know, we're the biggest or the best or I'm bragging, but it's to say that there's multiple components here that we really look at this holistically and say, how can we have the greatest impact? So take us through uh, the point of sale program that you do with customers. You did this program last year. You raised $2.2 million. It's currently running right now. Do you use a charity, a physical charity pinup at the register? And Megan, were you? did you see any yesterday when you were there? I did not get a pinup. Okay. Because they sent us a, I, I don't know if you were using them again this year, Jeremy, but the the, the folks uh, over at PR sent us an example of what looked like a charity pinup that you folks were using last yes. year. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the pinup is new this year. And Megan, if you didn't get one, I'm going to personally send you one so that <laughs> we can get it back and hang oh, it up because so I feel fancy. like we missed I know we missed an opportunity, but we're going to correct that. So, and and so, so let me walk you through that. Yeah. This campaign uh, encompasses every single store in the chain. Our store count right now is right around one thousand four hundred and fifty or four hundred and sixty stores. Uh, again, thirty-seven thousand associates, and so every single one of those stores, we are on the same page. We are one team with one goal, and that's this year. Our goal is to raise three million dollars uh, in this campaign, uh, which started on the 29th of of September, and it goes through November twelfth. So you can walk into any one of those stores. We are collecting donations at the $1, 2 and $5 mark. Now, plenty of folks walk in and say, I want to give $20. I want to give 100 Last year we had a, uh, a customer walk in, and she said, I want to write uh, a check for $1,000. So we, oh we've got gosh. folks – Oh, I know it blew us away too, but we have the most generous customers. Jennifer is, is the name that we've given to our customers. So when I talk about uh, Jennifer or, or giving Jennifer the opportunity to donate, that's what I'm referencing. But Jennifer has responded so generously, and we've, we've, we've learned that this really is as easy as asking Jennifer to give. Mm-hmm. And we know that the number one reason that people don't give is because they're never asked. And that's so right. we know that by training our folks and engaging Jennifer and getting them excited about this, that uh, we can raise a lot of money. So to your point, um, $2.2 million last year. We've got a goal of $3 million this year. Um, It does include store signage in every single store. Uh, We've also got... You know, we've got associates wearing buttons or swag, as we call it. There's there's PA announcements that are loaded into our music system to, to make folks aware of it. We do have the kiosk this year. So, uh, again, Megan, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that tearaway card for you. So, do you, Jeremy, in your campaign this year, you using the pin pad for the one, three, and five, or is it the cashier who's asking that? question. The cashier asks, and then you have the opportunity to make the donation at that point. So the, the cashier actually does the scanning. So uh, it, it's engaging and, and offering the opportunity. It's answering a question or two if they have them. And then, of course, uh, closing the, the donation. So can, um, can I ask if the point of sale, like, is does this all go to children's mental health or is it kind of general to nationwide children's? Well, um, it's a little bit of both. So the, the the gift goes to the hospital in general, but as, again, we have multiple ways that we are uh, committed to the hospital financially. And so uh, this campaign is a portion of that. Uh, so yes, this campaign does go toward that $50 million commitment, but it does affect other areas of the hospital. Okay. Mm. Okay. In addition mm. to these other commitments that we have to them. Um, you know, one of the things I'm curious about this campaign too, Jeremy, is uh, with someone like Nationwide and very, you know, a fantastic hospital, very well established, does great work and stuff, but they don't have Nationwide at this point doesn't have the brand of like a St. Jude or something like that. How do employees maybe in California or, or another part of the country mm. that think, hey, you know, this is an Ohio hospital. How do we communicate with them? How do you communicate with them that, you know, this is an organization that's making a difference just as its name says nationwide? 
Great question, Joe. Uh, we talked about this uh, when we started our campaign. Um, one of the the one of Nationwide Children Hospitals. Uh, top priorities is to have national brand recognition, much like the other institutions that you referenced. And so uh, we are going to help them do that through this campaign, but they've also got other retailers who are doing point-of-sale campaigns uh, with the interest to grow them to a national scope. And so uh, we're working on that with them. Uh, we were specific and, and very careful about educating all of our associates about the fact that Children's Hospital does serve uh, uh, children from all 50 states in the country. Uh, we also went one step farther to say that we want to localize our campaign. So when you, we, we identify with seven regions as a, as a company. Uh, that's how we divide up our business and our districts and, 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 and lead the store uh, teams. So we made sure that in every one of those seven regions that we picked a patient champion who was served by the hospital uh, to be local to that campaign. So when you're shopping in California, you see uh, the face and you read the story of an actual patient champion who was served from California. Mm. When you are in the region that includes Texas, you are seeing a patient from Texas. Same thing with Florida, same with Ohio, uh, so on and so forth for all seven of those regions. So we, we certainly recognize that. We know that folks like to uh, know that their dollars are going to help their communities. And so we made sure to uh, provide them that opportunity by engaging and, and finding patient champions from all across the country. Mm. Especially when it comes to mental health, though, too, Megan. I mean, that's an issue that totally. if nationwide could give uh, you know more attention to an issue like that. That could have a national impact. Hey, Jeremy, I'm curious to know, since this is your second year doing this particular campaign, you've done point of sale campaigns before, though, right, at Big Lots? Well, we have. It was very limited. Um, we formerly had an education contest that was during the summertime. Uh, we ran those in our top 20 uh, markets. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were limited to probably about 200 stores. Okay. Uh, give or take. And so it was a, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year that we raised. And that was a program that lasted, I believe, five years. But this is the first kind of major absolutely system-wide. I'm, I'm curious to know what you learned from last year's campaign that mm. you're using to inform this year's campaign. One of them is that training is key. So training our associates on how to make the ask so that it is quick, uh, that it is still uh, a, a good and, and quick checkout experience for Jennifer mm -hmm. uh, and understanding how to answer some of those basic questions. Um, so when, when someone says, well, what is Nationwide Children's Hospital or what, what is this going to, uh, how to appropriately answer those questions that you're helping children, uh, that this is for uh, healthcare research uh, and the actual treatment. Uh, so training, that that is a, a, a big one. Um, number two, goal setting. So we set a goal as a company last year. Um, and, and thankfully our teams blew through that. Uh, but one of the things that we didn't do last year is actually step down and be more purposeful about setting goals by region or by district. And so one of the incredible things that I've seen this year is I've already been traveling the stores uh, and talking to our associates uh, through a feedback uh, committee that we have uh, is that they have now set goals by region. They've set goals by district. And in most cases, uh, the store team leaders and the associates who, who really take ownership of this campaign have set goals for their individual stores, and they can actually tell you how much they need to raise every week, every day, and every hour. So they have it down to the, wow. I know that if I raise $25 per hour, I'm going to hit my weekly goal of X. So they've done a great job of understanding their business and really 
forming a, a great team with a lot of great energy around these goals. Uh, and in fact, in, in some cases, you know, they've got store associates and cashiers who actually champion the, the campaign internally and not the store team leader because there's mm. so much ownership and so much pride from the associates who want to make this happen and who want to blow through that goal that they are just really rallying around these numbers. So it's fun. It's also created a lot of friendly competition. So we, we were encouraging that as well because district to district within a region, they are very excited about beating the neighbors, right? So how do we, <laughs> you know, beat the kids down the street? So uh, that's, that's been good for us. Um, and then finally, one of the things that we learned is, is celebrating the win for the associate or for the associate mm. team. So that's something that we can do, but it's also something that our district team leaders can do and that our store team leaders can do. So, so we have, this will be the second year that we have offered an associate incentive promotion. And so the, the, the top store in every region, based on the percent of transactions that have a donation and the top store in every region based on top dollars raised so a cashier, a store team leader, and their district team leader, all of all three of those associates will come to Columbus, Ohio to take part in the check presentation and the celebration that we have when we announce uh, the, the final fundraising, uh, you know, for, for, for the campaign. And so we find ways to get them excited, to offer them something to celebrate. And then we've also got weekly contests that we've, we've heard feedback from them that they wanted more regular incentives uh, to drive results. And so we now have a, a, a regular cadence of, of, of incentives for the store so that the team can celebrate. So for instance, one of the simple things that, that they wanted was uh, perhaps the store that raised the most money week over week. So comping the week before, uh, they wanted, they wanted to be able to stock their break room with free snacks and drinks that they could all enjoy for the next week. We said, okay, that's an easy one, right? Yeah. That's a great way to, to recognize their hard work, uh, to celebrate their success. And then it gives them more pride and ownership in the, the, the contest. So those, I would say that those are probably three of the biggest, uh, that, that we've, that we've learned and, and, and incorporated into this year's, um, campaign either as a new component or a repeat because it was successful in the past. Mm. So Jeremy, in the, um, uh, one of the things that the PR sent over to was, um, some video of an all associates meeting where it was very well done in terms of talking about, um, you know, what you folks are doing and, and, uh, the donations you, uh, sporting a, like a ZZ top beard in that video. You know what I mean? So I really encourage people to, to I think watch you're being it. generous, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you, do, do you, are, the, are those opportunities too where you actually bring the employees together for these associate meetings and stuff? Or is that, you know, because what we find really works too with POS and in store programs, Jeremy, is like you're cultivating the top, the store managers because they're the key people in terms of communicating with the front line, but you're also doing stuff with people on the front line to get them informed and committed to the program because at the end of the day, they're the ones doing the ask. Yes. So yes to all of those things. So the, w what you saw in the video was our, our annual leadership meeting, which we call the My Big Lots meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a, a meeting of the roughly 800 people that are in our corporate office, as well as 
250 people who come in from around the country who uh, are in leadership roles to to help make this campaign a success. And so that is an annual conference that isn't built upon this campaign specifically, but this campaign is very much a part of our business objectives uh, and a part of that uh, messaging and the education that takes place during that national conference that lasts a couple of days. So uh, we look at philanthropy as going hand in hand with our business. So, you know, we look at it and we say, you know, we, we want to provide incredible value in our stores to Jennifer, but we also want to provide incredible value to the communities where we do business. Uh, so we're working on that. This this will be, uh, you know, we're, we're we're just now moving into an expansion of our uh, of our strategy nationally. So that's a, a little bit different conversation, but uh, we're we're in the midst of doing that now and making sure that we're getting more uh, gifts into the communities where we have stores. Uh, but the opportunity for us to bring everyone together uh, once a year and have that conversation about where are we headed uh, with the business, but where are we headed at the same time with our philanthropic goals. Uh, key opportunity for us to to share the message. It also gives us an opportunity to engage those associates. So that day, when we announced the the $50 million gift, uh, we also had an opportunity for all of our associates that day to to engage in the mission of, of the, the Big Lots Foundation and what we're doing with the hospital. And they actually prepared uh, an assembled family care kit. So imagine your family ends up at the hospital in the emergency room unexpectedly, which typically happens in an emergency, and you're there and you don't have the basic things that you would have packed had you known you were going to be in the hospital. So we put together kits for them to hand to those families. So uh, we did probably 3,000 of those kits. Um, that include things like a phone charger that has, you know, multiple heads on it, uh, a washcloth, uh, hand sanitizer, a gift card to go down to the gift shop to get a cup of coffee or get a meal, um, and a couple of other items that uh, that they would find that would help give them a little bit of comfort for that what ultimately turns into a one, two, three, or sometimes, you know, an even longer stay in the hospital. So the, the opportunity to have them engage in the mission and see what they're doing and to hear from a family directly about the impact that their work is having is that magical moment where you you already you know where where the people who are already engaged and their hearts are already in it they're celebrating and they're so touched but maybe there's a few who are saying okay i get it but i'm still you know that idea of i'm raising money for a hospital that's in columbus um suddenly that that melts away they they get it they see that the impact of this is you know, families all over the country and around the world, and they have the opportunity by inspiring their teams and leading them uh, through this campaign to be really successful and, and to join us in this and to have a, a great impact. It's so fantastic, Jeremy. It's such a great program, and we so appreciate you coming on to talk a little bit more about it, and we'll be interested to see how your commitment to children's behavioral health evolves over the years. So thanks so much for being here today. If people want to find out more about Big Lots and this program, how might they do that online? They can check out nationwidechildrens.org slash Big Lots, and that will give them all the information about the campaign. Excellent. And we'll include that in the show notes. Joe, how about you? Where, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me at selfishgiving.com. You sign up for my newsletter, you get seven free cause marketing graphics. So check that out. And you can find me minute to minute talking to uh, Big Lots and to Megan at Joe Waters on Twitter. And don't forget all those Pinterest pins on Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? 
I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. You can find show notes for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com as well as SelfishGiving.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes so that you do not miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and what other things you'd like to hear about. And on behalf of Jeremy and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 